Welcome to episode 371 of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And the question today is a Shakespearean one, and it's to SEO or not to SEO, or even to outsource SEO as a recruitment business owner. So that's the question today. That's the subject of the podcast. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your company growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profits. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise from the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. Hope you and yours are well as we cycle through February. And I'm sitting here recording this and I've got that amazing afternoon sun that we get in the Northern Hemisphere in winter streaming through the window and all is good with the world. Hope the first quarter is going well for you. And if you're new here, welcome. Fabulous to have you. If you haven't downloaded our checklist, there are various multiple links all over the website. Go and do that or go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL. And if you want to find out about email marketing, go and watch a recording of our masterclass that took place late last year. You'll see it on the website. If you want to know more about email marketing, it's a strategy that we recommend for all of you guys, because most of you have got a database that you don't communicate with very well. And we will give you some ideas on exactly how to do that. So it's superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash ODE. It stands for on-demand email marketing training. So we always like our little acronym. So it's a short word, short phrase. Go and sign up for that and it'll take you to a recording of a webinar that I ran, which give you loads of ideas on what you can do. So lots of ways to help you. And I want to talk about SEO, the infamous SEO word. And uh, I've noticed recently a few people have been talking about wanting to spend a lot of money on SEO, which makes me put my head in my hands because it's quite a challenging arena. And that's the topic of today and what I really wanted to talk about because years ago, in fact, believe it or not, we started life as an SEO agency. And uh, one of the reasons why we stopped is because we couldn't generate predictable results for clients at a fee level that they could afford to pay. And because at the time, Google is so up and down, it can be quite a nightmare for SEOs out there to actually get anything right without spending thousands and thousands of pounds on it. But SEO was the thing about 10 years ago. Then Google went a bit crazy, as I say, multiple updates, big changes in the SEO community, and the shift in focus really went to social media. And now, interestingly, there are more conversations again about SEO because the internet is getting bigger. We are, in theory, in a recession. People want more business. People want different ways to stand out in the market, as well as use, we all use Google as our answer for, for service or product-related questions. So logically, I'm not surprised that people want to stand out more in a market, including recruiters. 
So let's talk about what you need to consider in the recruitment space. But first of all, let me share some data with you. So according to the most recent data, and that's from Feb this year, there are, but this is quite fascinating, they're approaching 2 billion websites, though less than 20% of them are actually active. Isn't that fascinating? And remember, websites are full of pages. That's what's really important. That's one of the reasons why we talk about having a blog on your website, because it enables you to have more pages, easier to get found. And according to Tilburg University's research, this is quite a well-known university in the sort of marketing space, there are nearly 5 billion active web pages now online. And of course, they aren't all recruitment websites. Think about how many recruiters there are in the UK. Was it 30,000 currently at the moment? It gives you an idea of the competition to have your page and website rank above all others. Now, the argument as to whether recruitment staffing companies should use SEO is complex, one with valid points on both sides, and a lot of times it comes down to budget. So on one hand, SEO can make your website more visible. It's easier to stand out. Potential clients and candidates can find you a lot easier. And yet SEO isn't easy. As I alluded to earlier, while it can increase your visibility, bring you more leads, it can also be a huge challenge for smaller companies to stand out online. Let me give you a practical example. So I'm here sitting at my desk in the Northern Hemisphere in Carlisle in England, and I have just Googled engineering jobs. So very simple, basic Google. And page one is dominated by all the big players and Google jobs. So you've got total jobs at the top. You just just do it wherever you are in the world and have a look and see what, what happens. So we've got total jobs with an advert. We've got Google jobs then taking up a lot of uh, internet real estate there. We've got Indeed, we've got Read, and we've got CV Library. I'm on to the bottom of page two, and I haven't found an ordinary recruitment company yet. And we know that very few, very, (laughs) very few people go onto page two. Now, there was also a bizarre number of searches brought up, search results brought up with that that phrase um, that that went basically into the billions. So you can see that SEO (laughs) is particularly competitive and All the huge players that I mentioned have a much, much bigger budget than the majority of people listening to this podcast, because I know that, I know all sorts of people listen to this podcast, but I know we we do tend to appeal to a lot of the micro business owners. So making sure that your website is found when people search for your company is step one and that you have content related to recruitment and hiring in your sector so it appears are your first key steps. There are a few other things that you can do to get found online, which hopefully will answer that question of, do you pay for SEO or don't you pay for SEO? So let's just talk about a few of those first. So the first thing to do is make sure that your website is user-friendly and it's optimized for the search engines. Now, that means having a clear structure, well-written content that has relevant keywords added to, to every 
page on your website. Now, there's different vibes that go on in design at the moment. Sometimes it can be very quirky and trendy to use different words and phrases for different pages on your website. Please don't do this. Think about your website as a marketing tool, not just a branding tool, and make sure that your navigation bars aren't confusing. You'll notice that, you know, people call it the burger bar that appears on the right-hand side. Obviously, that's for, for mobile websites. But also, it's really good to have a navigation bar across the top as well for those people that actually look at websites on a desktop and still 50% of people do that. So make sure it's not confusing because what happens is Google also monitors that when people land on your website, can they actually find you and how long do they stay on your website? And Google sees that as a marker for the type of websites it wants to send people to. The other thing to do with your website when we're talking about website structure is to make sure that your value proposition, who you are, what you do and who you serve, it's very, very clear on your homepage. So if you are an engineering recruiter and let's just say you're based in the Northwest, that that should be very, very clear. You know, we provide engineering jobs for X, Y, Z in the Northwest of England. So, you know, just think about, you know, who you are, what you do and who you serve. Because again, what you want to do is make sure that when people land on your website, they don't bounce off again. And that's what's important. That again is optimizing your your website for the search engine so that when people do land on you, they don't disappear. You also need to make sure that your website loads quickly and is mobile friendly. Most websites are, there's still a few lurking around that aren't, but you need to make sure that, you know, user experience is absolutely everything. So let's just talk about how SEO can help candidates and clients. And the fact is, you know, candidates are searching for jobs, they're searching for content to help them build their careers, you know, also help on, you know, uh, how, how they can get an interview. Clients are looking for ideas on building teams, searching for specific recruiters who can help them find candidates. So make sure on your website, you have specific words and phrases on a page that will help. That's why it's useful to have a blog on your website because the more pages you have, the more chances you have off your website and its pages being found online. Now, just out of interest, yes, we've been doing this a long time. Our website ranks very well on Google because we have hundreds and hundreds of pages. So multiple ways of people finding us. And we've got words and phrases like recruitment marketing and marketing for recruiters and recruitment marketing training all over our website, which makes it so much easier for people to find us. Now, most good web designers understand a little bit about SEO and make sure, because I know there's a lot of recruitment website designers out there, make sure that they have a way for you to add important keywords and phrases like title descriptions for pages, meta descriptions, as they're called, and tags for different pages on your website. Now, if you have a WordPress website, there are different, what's known as SEO plugins. There's the Yoast SEO plugin, there's Rank Math, there's all about SEO. There's lots of different things that you can use, which you can go and Google and find out about, but make sure that you have those on your website because 
Something I want to say is you can do a lot of SEO on your own and you can look at what are the words and phrases that people are searching for. Where should I put these on my website? Because that is really key. Now, when we're talking about listing these pages, you'll probably notice this now because I brought it into your awareness, but imagine a filing cabinet, Google and filing cabinets and web pages. Let me use this as an example. If you're opening a, a filing cabinet and in it has lots of folders and every folder is called folder, you're not very clear on what's there. Uh, much better to actually label those folders. And it's exactly the same way that Google works when it's going onto your website and looking at different pages. Now, I still shudder when I, I search online. I see some websites that have homepage on the homepage because the web designer has not told the owner of that website to go in and change that homepage to something actually relevant. So for instance, we're talking about engineering jobs. And, and as an example, um, let's just say you are an engineering recruiter in Carlisle. You're called Acme Recruitment. So you're Acme Recruitment. And then it's engineering jobs in Carlisle. Your web page has then been really labeled well so that it's very clear for people how to find you, clear for Google where to send traffic to you. Um, much easier than just appearing and saying homepage. That's not very SEO friendly and not the ideal thing to have. Now, moving on from that, and you probably the pen is dropped here, is about using local SEO phrases and words. You know, if you run a local recruitment company, it's, it's important to make sure you optimize your site for local search results. I've just given you an example there of, you know, engineering jobs uh, in Carlisle. But of course, what you can also do is create your Google My Business page. You can add your business to local directories and you can use lots of different local specific keywords. You know, I shared a, a, an example there about engineering jobs. You can be more specific and you can optimize. That's basically meaning adding words and phrases with local words. As I've said, like, you know, engineering jobs in Carlisle. Now, the elephant in the room, the question is, should you outsource SEO? And outsourcing SEO as a micro and small SME recruitment business I don't recommend because it's going to cost you a lot of money. So I've, I've explained it all already and I'd suggest you go and do it again because I'm always very concerned that people spend a lot of money and they're not going to get very good results from it. But, you know, you go into Google, go into the incognito window because that really gives, you know, Google's very clever and it can tell where you're normally searching. So some things, you know, will appear online and you just think, oh, oh, that, that works really well, but it's used to what you're searching for. So if you go as um, someone that might be looking, not you, might be looking for your particular type of recruitment service, you go into incognito and you'll get a much truer picture. Now, if you just do that, it will give you an indication of the the sort of competition that you've got, which, you know, I've mentioned before. Of course, you can leverage Google jobs. That's something that I would absolutely recommend and Google review so that you're standing out as much as you can. But the truth is you don't have the budget of total jobs or indeed. And a good SEO company, their fees, you're looking at thousands. If someone says, I can do really good SEO for you for a few hundred quid, Walk. In fact, 
run the other way because they're taking money off you and uh, you're not going to get very good results for it. There are so many other things that you can do with your money that will really help you. If you are a huge organization, yes, you've got a budget and you can afford to do it and you can afford to play a much longer game because I think one of the things about SEO, remember as well, is it takes a while to build. So I'll get off my soapbox now. I hate it when people waste money. So many other things that you can do with your marketing budget that will bring you results and bring you better, more guaranteed results than, than SEO. So this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment saying bye for now and we'll see you next week. If you enjoy this podcast and this year you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then check out Superfast Circle. This is a unique marketing program designed specifically for recruiters and their marketeers. You get access to two virtual marketing directors, you get consultancy, you get your hand held through the whole process, training, consulting, and we provide content resources. So go over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash join and check out what's available.